the Outspoken Siblings Podcast. You're here with Monte and Tony. Thank you for coming back, or thank you for being a first-timer. Yes, can I help you? What do you want? Went fine. I wish I had black hair. I said, sweetheart, if you had quote-unquote black hair, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. Close your legs to very thin. What the I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. I was just whelmed. You let a penis penetrate your friendship. Penis! Welcome to another episode of the Outspoken Siblings with Monte and Tony. Episode 21 of the show. Welcome, Sib. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I can't complain. Good. Although I could, but I won't. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I'm doing great because otherwise it would be a complaint. And ain't nobody got time for that. Absolutely. In the words of Sweet Brown, whose memory lives on. Yeah. Why, I don't know. I don't know, but thank you for that line. Yes. But how has your week been? Um, this is a really great week for me, a very productive week for me, so... Um, I'm very, very enthused this week. How about you? That's always good. I should have said how have you been, because it's been another two-week stretch for us mm-hmm. um, since the last time we spoke. Wow, it's been two weeks since uh, Mother's Day? I know, right? That's crazy. Time, time is. Just, time <laughs> just flies. Yeah, time is flying. But I'm yeah. doing well. Can't Like I said, I can't complain. I'm alive, so. Amen. You know, there's that. <laughs> yeah, and as always, that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, new month, new me. Happy June. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Happy June. The year is almost. I don't know over. what it is. I don't know what it is about like new months that just excite me. Me too. You know, like the top of the month. You know, yeah. You just feel like I got a renewal. You know, I get to do this. I get to try again. Yes, but then I remember so. the top of the month means rent and. Uh, <laughs> You know. So I get to try to save again. How about that? I'll try to save. I prefer the middle of the month because that scene is when the good Lord shines upon me. Okay. And fair. plus, it's a three pay month. Bitch! Hey, listen, we're <laughs> as I do the bankhead bounce. As you tell everybody your pay schedule. Oh well, because okay. I know because I know I'm not the only person who has been waiting for June listen, all year long. When it happens, it is such a blessing. Look, oh my God, June and December, holla oh, at it? me, okay? Is it coming again in December? That's the perfect time. That's what I'm saying. It's lit, <laughs> and that's like literally every six months. Like that is great. Exactly. When I tell That's you, great. I've been looking at the damn sketch, like the calendar, <laughs> since January. Like, wait, June three pays? Yeah. Listen, I'm here for it. Look, I already got my well, first two checks spent. Uh, <laughs> it's not even all the way in June yet. Can you stop? They're already spent. I'm already looking to the end of the month. <laughs> well, I got it. Well, you know, as you know, I'm, I started a new job. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So, I don't know if, so, like, I'm always, I know, I know I shouldn't be uncomfortable talking finances on a new job, because that's why we work. Yeah. But, I don't know when the new pay schedule is for me. You'll find out. I, I know, but, like, I'm going to be super upset if I don't, if I miss out on the three-page June in December. Like, how salty would that be? 
But you'll have three months. You'll have three pays, though. Why don't you say? What if I missed it? What if it was, like, February and May? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, at least you got next year. You got something to look forward to. Next year. At least you know it's coming. Come on. Don't try to, don't try to do me like I do you. Don't try to... Um, no. I'm giving you positivity. No. That's not nothing to look forward to. Listen, I'm looking forward to that better paycheck anyway. Exactly, so I'm not worried so. about that. I'm not even going to worry about that. Yeah. Look, so, a check is a check. Listen, and this is a good check. So. That's what I'm saying. I don't care when it comes, as long as it comes. As long as it comes. I can't show mine. Every single one. And clearly, spend them in advance. Absolutely. <laughs> Bent. Like, clearly. I'm already thinking about July. Oh, oh June, are you kidding? I'm maxed what? out. I'm tapped out. <laughs> I'm tapped out. I didn't even get these checks yet, exactly. but I already know they're coming. <laughs> I am tapped out. Tap, tap, tap. I'm done. Oh, my yeah, God. Talk to me in August. Shit, I don't have time. <laughs> Shut up, I say. Oh my, well, you better have some money in August. Talk to me in September. Cough. <coughs> okay, but you know, starting in August, that's the time of year when you need money. From August until... December? January. Yes, you need money. That is true, because when the, the summer leaves, that's when, like, the spirit of broke is... No, legit. We oh, got birthday after birthday after quick, birthday fast, and Christmas. And in a hurry. Oh God. But whatever. Listen, yeah. I'm not speaking. I'm not gonna put that in the atmosphere. I'm speaking increase. No. In yeah, I was about to say, ain't nobody talking about abundance. being broke. That's what I'm saying. Abundance. Listen, I don't know about you, but I don't. I'm not looking for no broke days. Yo, listen, these are mine. Bro, I don't know her. <coughs> well. <laughs> Well, we won't go there. There you go. You don't want to know her. You're trying to disown her. How about that? Yeah, how about that? But we want her out of our out of our way. Anywho, before we dive further into to you know the show, mm-hmm. just want to keep everyone abreast of some changes around these parts. Oh yeah, we got some some major changes going on. Yes. So beginning on actually beginning. Now, right today, <laughs> uh, you know the podcast will officially become a bi-weekly podcast. So every other week, you will hear from us in this on this forum. I guess we should say, right? We'll be updating our social media very yeah, regularly, but um, as far as uh, broadcasting, um, we will not. We will be every other week from now on. Yes. And every other Wednesday. Yes. So check your calendars, check your Palm Pilots, and, you know, you'll be fine. You'll never miss an episode, especially if you subscribe to us. If you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode, period. We don't even have to tell you when it exactly. comes out because you already know. Your cellular device or your tablet or whatever you yes. are listening on will let you know. So just keep that in mind. Every other Wednesday from going forward is when you can connect and hear the Outspoken Siblings podcast. There you go. So, let's jump into these headlines. I'm ready if you are. Because we do have a few. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's time for headlines. Donald Trump is destroying America. So, let's just call this segment, I don't know, which week, which, 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 how would you like to say this? 45 and his bullshit? Or... 
How about we call this segment, You Already Knew That? You know what? I couldn't have said it better. With your permission. (laughs) Donald Trump destroys America, and y'all voted for that shit. Exactly. But okay. It's been, I don't know, just like a never-ending string of just bullshit. Drama just just bullshit. drama and just yeah. unnecessary just madness. Drama and bullshit and drama <laughs> and bullshit. Like, that's don't what it do is. I'm just saying. I'm the just late saying. Biggie. Like, that's that's what it is. No, like, it is. it's been nothing but, you know, like, not, I haven't heard anything that tickled my fancy yet. No, and then people, his supporters are still like, oh, well, it's just the media. Which I don't understand how. How are you still supporting this nonsense because people don't want to admit they got it wrong and then there they, you go you know i'm just over it um that small little pill that we call the truth no one wants to swallow it well ever. you might as well open up and say ah bitch Seriously. no tray songs because <laughs> it's actual it's factual and yeah. that's really all i have to say that he's destroying this country and you bitches yeah. uh and that goes across the board uh, you know, continue to just sit back and watch. So, right. whatever. Right. So, last week, was it last week or the week? A couple the weeks week ago. Before. We'll, well it that. depends on what you're referring to. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, a couple weeks ago, I did The Unthinkable. I watched I'll... an episode of The Bachelorette. Which surprised the hell out of me. No one was more shocked than me. <laughs> and I only watched it full disclosure because I knew that this season they would have a black bachelorette, which is the first time in the history of either the bachelor or the bachelorette that they've actually had a black person as the lead, as the HBIC. And I watched, and I have never been more bored in my life. Well, The Bachelor, to me, is boring, though. So that doesn't surprise me at all. But see, this is someone, I am someone who enjoys reality TV. Right, no, and granted, I understand that, but I just always, that's why I don't watch it, because I've always felt that The Bachelor was, like, the most boring dating show. Like, I would much rather watch The Flavor of Love than The Bachelor. And that's what I'm telling you, I watch The Flavor of Love religiously, I own both, se- well, I only acknowledge two of the three seasons, and I own both seasons on DVD, and I've, oh. you know, the DVDs are scratched, because I've watched so much. So, for me to have watched that, and that's, essentially, that's what Flavor of Love was, was, right. you know. Right, And it was like, the characters on the, sh- it was just, oh, The lady, she's stunning, the actual black Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful lady. Seems to have a good head on her shoulder. She seems a little moneyed. Um, and it was just like a bunch of simpletons and just... Uh. Again, all of which is exactly what I would expect from The Bachelor. Like, I am not surprised by this analysis at all. Well, people have were saying to me, like, oh, well, because you watched the first episode, you're going to watch the second one. That shit came on last night, and did I watch? You bet your black ass I did not. <laughs> I'm like, I have bigger fish to fry. I don't have time. I was going to say, there's so much other shit out there you could be watching. The fact that you even gave them an ounce of your time, exactly. you better be happy about. And, bitch, if I want to well, be bored, I'll sleep. 
Hello? That's the, mo- that's the best boring activity ever. I love it. I can't think of a better thing to do. No, tell <laughs> me about it. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. And oh, I mean, I can think of better things to do well, now that I think too. about it. However, as far as bored being, you know, as far as being bored, that's the best boring activity I can think of. So put it like this: I'm going to sit quiet in the dark. I can actually sit quiet and in the dark exactly. and not waste my damn electricity. Watch some damn right. Get your life together while you meditate exactly. instead of wasting brain cells on that nonsense. Want my want my damn money back, ABC? How about that? <laughs> Good luck. Call Xfinity and be like, I want my. I, can you take this off my bill? <laughs> can I get my thirty-eight minutes back, please? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my oh thirty-eight my minutes God. has cost me a million damn dollars for uh, seventy-five thousand channels, half of which I don't fucking watch anyway. Can I go home? Ever? You don't ever. No one ever watched. See, and they <sighs> got me on. caught up anyway because I told that lady when I got this cable what channels I wanted, and you know what she gave me. Everything I didn't ask for. Exactly what you did not want. Literally. Always, isn't that how it is? No, but literally everything. I'm like, well, what the hell you asked me? What channels do I like the most if you gave me nothing of what I asked for? I gave her ass four channels. Why I got 200 some of my channels? Welcome to uh, ordering at the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, how about that? You go through and you're like, oh, can I have so-and-so? And then you're like, wait. I didn't ask for this. No, I asked for this burger, but with no mayo. You gave it to me with extra mayo. Like, take this shit back. And see, I find myself, like, I guess becoming one of those old curmudgeon people to where it's like you ask a direct question or you're asked a direct question. You give a direct answer and then you retort with a question. Um, And then they give you every answer except for the one that you asked for. Is this new behavior for you, or are you just noticing it? Maybe I'm just I mean, noticing it. I'm trying to see the good in people. Uh, okay. But 95% of people waste my damn time. Like, if I ask you what's the weather, and you tell me oh, it was going to rain next week, that was not what I asked you. <laughs> Clearly, I'm talking about what's the weather right now. I'm going to talk about Boy, next you week. you have to be clear. You have to be clear. But okay, that's if I say, what's the, the, what's the weather problem. for today? And you say, I don't know, but it's going to rain next week. <laughs> Kiss I hate when ass. people do that. Though. I did not ask you for the 10-day forecast. I asked about today. Like, if you wanted to waste my time, you could just say, I don't know, I ain't the damn weather channel. I ain't Glenn That's Hurricane exactly right. That's exactly right. Does Glenn still do the um, weather? He does. Oh, good. She said, bitch, I ain't Sheena Parveen. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's in Florida now? You are so local, it's not even funny. You like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, local ass. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah, you local. You know, and Juice. <laughs> yeah. He was mad. Exactly. He was mad. <laughs> well, just call me Yuki Washington, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Call me Monica Melpes. I don't have time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you have been in the Tri State area for too damn long. Woo. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Moving on. <sighs> Remember that commercial for Lisa Thomas, Lori, and Mark Howard yes, with the babies? Yes, when they had the babies. That yeah. was so classic. We are so old. We are old because that was like the early that 90s. That was like 94. No, seriously. Lisa oh, Thomas, God. Lori, Mark Howard. Mark Howard. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you out there remember that commercial, please. Nobody please. but our dumbasses. Nobody. 
But that's as classic as the um the Pennsylvania the Lottery, Pennsylvania commercial. Lottery commercial. Would you stop? Yes. <laughs> they are both classic. They are. And the Cadbury um the Cadbury Bunny commercial at Easter time. Oh yeah, with the big ass bear bunny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, that's how you have to see the joy in things. You have to see the joy in things when forty five is trying to pull the wool over your eyes. That's where you find the joy in the funny thing. Because he and his staff and his whole government, that shit will make you crazy. So when you're watching the news, watch it for the weather. Don't watch it for the headlines because it'll make you crazy. Yes, get your headlines (laughs) from here. And to quote a wise woman once told me, this is a direct quote from somebody who I hold near and dear to my heart. 45 is someone who doesn't know his asshole from a hole in the ground. Well. Rest in peace, June. So, Rihanna and Lupita Nyong'o are teaming up for a new movie that will be directed by Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. and penned by Issa Rae. Listen. If this ain't some black girl magic for your ass. I mean, could you get any more blacker? Or could you get any blacker? What the hell am I talking about? Yeah, can you get any more? Come on. This is black girl magic at its finest. At its finest. And, and, it's a nice, um, array, you know? Like, and not that it matters that they would all be American, but it's really nice that they have a little bit of, you know, culture in there. Yes. That's beautiful. I'm really I'm really excited about this. But what this shows is the power of the internet because the concept of it is something that was birthed on the internet. It started oh, out yeah? as a Tumblr post. It's a picture of Rihanna and Lupita Nyong'o sitting, I want to say, at some fashion show a mm-hmm. couple of years back. And uh, Lupita is dressed like, you know, she does taxes. Um, <laughs> and Rihanna is dressed like Rihanna. And I say does taxes as if this is like the best accountant you can find. You know, give me all your gold and all your coins and I will, you know, make sure the the IRS does not even come within a right. million feet of you. Okay? She's in her Olivia Pope finest? Exactly. Gotcha. So, uh, they're sitting there and somebody was like, why does, uh, something along the lines of like, why does, um... Lupita Nyong'o looked like a a spy and Rihanna looked like the ultimate scammer. And it morphed into this whole, like, screenplay of Rihanna being, you know, a scammer and Lupita Nyong'o being, like, this spy and they're, like, saving the world or some shit. Look, I probably got that whole thing confused and wrong, but you get the point. Either way, it was birthed on Tumblr and then, like, all great things, it ended up on the Twitter uh, mm-hmm. and after that, it just took on life of its own, it was retweeted a million times, and now this movie is being produced by Netflix, and it should be on, in your new releases column, in your Netflix, I believe in 2018, 2019, it's coming, so. And kudos to Netflix for being the shit when yes. it comes to stuff like that, like, for real. To quote Stanley Tucci, and the Devil's Wears Prada, gird your loins, okay? <laughs> These black women are coming they to are. entertain. And, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm agreed. Agreed. Yes. We're here. Wow. Wow. And um, I'm sure 
uh, Rihanna will have a shitty wig on looking like Joanne, the scammer. Well, no. If she is playing the scammer in this, but I'll be happy to see that as well. What I hope for is a cameo from Joanne. Oh my God. That would be incredible. Yes. This movie needs a cameo from Joanne. We need a cameo from EJ Johnson just for shits and giggles. Oh, just for, seriously. Just because. Just because. No reason at all. He can just walk his ass across the stage and just be fly, just flawless. Pretty much. I'll be happy. And I mean, that's well worth the nine ninety nine, however the hell much Netflix. $11. $11? Oh, oh. Well, it depends. If you want to see it on more than one device, yes, $11. Oh, well, you see how I've been using somebody else's because I don't know how much it costs. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Netflix, thank you for continuing to change the game and Seriously. being all Seriously. that you are. You've given us, you know, a lot. And speaking yes. of Netflix, we want to take a moment of silence for them canceling the Get Down, which was yeah. a very pricey production, upwards of $140 million. Wow. Um, but it was a show that had legs, I think. But it was, you know, so still check it out, people. Um, but thank you for Dear White People. Thank you for Dear White People. Agreed. Yes. House of Cards is back. Um, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. Actually, I'm way behind on House of Cards. I mean, I'm playing catch-up, too, but the new season uh, just got uploaded this week, so. Oh, okay. You know. It was really good. I just, you know, life yeah. got in the way. Uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. But luckily for me, I can always go back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. But, of course, coming up. Next month, Ballers returns, and so does Insecure and Game oh. of Thrones. I'm well, so excited. Okay, that I don't care about. I know you don't I'm watch Game of Thrones. Excited. I don't. But you but watch Ballers, and you watch I, I do. Insecure. I love Ballers. The Rock, oh God, he can do no wrong in my eyes. Like, he, he well, I, I mean, with a black-ass name like Dwayne Johnson, do whatever you want, okay? I love The Rock. I mean, love, always has. I'm but, so forgiven of Dwayne. That I'm even going to overlook the fact that he voted for Trump. Oh, God. Why did you tell me that? Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like you make it problematic, but you're so good. Yes. But you're. But he's always been a. <sighs> you know? And thanks, maybe, maybe if it was any thanks other. Thanks for ruining my eyes. Bitch, thanks for killing my vibe. If it was any other Republican, I would be more forgiving, but because it was this quote unquote Republican. Uh, you know, I, yeah, that was that disturbed me. That is disturbing. I, I thought you were better than that, but well, look, you can't win them all. Yeah, I guess. I still love Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, we still love you, even if you do have, you know. I will say, I will. His politics have never been in the forefront because, like, you live such a liberal lifestyle, but you're so conservative. And no, he is so, he really does live a liberal ass lifestyle. I'm so surprised. At least that's what he presents. We don't know how he is, you know, behind closed doors. Well, that's, and that's true. Maybe he does it for the camera. Yeah. Well, listen, it's working. Yeah. I mean, maybe being liberal is the likable way, you know? It depends but, on who you ask, because he's... Right, right, right. But, yeah. um, man. motherfuckers act as if it's, oh, you liberals are just destroying the world. Oh, suck exactly. my liberal ass. How about that? I'm sorry. Us liberals are destroying the world, the world as you voted for his crazy ass. Exactly. Anyway. At any rate, you know what June is? June is Black Music Month. Get out. Stop, I'm telling you. You don't say. That's where we are. I mean, not that we're not always with, 
But black music is like popping for real, for real. And has been since the beginning of time. It has. It has. We know how to work it, and we honor it in June. Absolutely. So all month long, the Outspoken Sibs, we are celebrating melanin in music. It's like 30 days of greatness. Of goodness. Of universal language. 30 days of universal language and rhythm. Rhythm is when you're able to clap on me or, you know, <laughs> right, 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 rock like, your hips, right. sway your hips from side to side, and, yeah. you know, jig, if you will. And, and on beat, though. Yes, on that beat. That makes a difference. Yes, when you're able to fertile dance. Yeah. As an eighth grade teacher of mine called it one time. <laughs> she told me, stop with that fertile dan- with that fertile dancing, and I didn't know what uh-huh. she meant. Okay. Um, I'm I found sure out. you were fertile dancing, though. In eighth grade? <laughs> when don't oh, I yeah. fertile? Listen. Okay. I can't oh. believe Listen, these hips move, and... <laughs> when the spirit says move, those hips Absolutely. Just move. Excellent. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I've seen it well, with my own eyes. Don't hate me. Hate the ancestors. <laughs> there you go. The ancestors gave you all that rhythm. Yeah. And all that ass to be moving. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. We're celebrating melanin and music all June long. So I'm really excited about this. Likewise. Like, really excited. Well, keep where you got it. We will be back with more sibs. With your permission. So welcome back to the Outspoken Siblings Podcast with Monte and Tony. We're back. And we want to touch on something that has been marinating, you know, with the both of us in recent weeks. And it's been the notion or idea of protecting your magic, protecting your energy. And I know for me, it's been something... I don't know. I This year so far has been such a year of transformation mm. and a year of embracing all that's me, you know, yep. uh, Likewise. be damned who doesn't like it, you know, right. uh, just doing me, as they say. So I've noticed recently that... Um, I've recently discovered, I should say, the importance of protecting your energy and protecting your magic. Like, you can't be available to everyone, Mm. you know? Energy is transferable, and you can... I had to learn, and am learning, that you can be there, you can be present for people... But you can't take on their issues or their problems. Because if you do, if you're like me, then it'll affect you, you know, more than it should. If that makes sense. You know? So, like, I've really, I've had to disconnect from certain things. For example, like, with all this stuff happening in politics. I am a person, I'm a news junkie, you know? I love the news. I went to school for it. Um, and I like to be informed and in the know, but there's so much shit, you know, so much fuckery afoot, if you will, that's a very good way of putting it. It will consume you to where it's like you're going to sleep thinking about all the bullshit, and it's hard to disseminate what's worth your time and what's not. So I have and and what's real and what's not. Exactly, I have to disconnect. Like I have to just. 
I straight up put like a, you know how on, you can put filters on your Twitter, well, you don't use Twitter that often, but you can like filter certain words and shit out. I had to like filter like Trump, like anything associated with him. Wow. The color orange. I stopped drinking Sunny D. Just. <laughs> no more Sun Kiss for you. <laughs> yes, no more oranges. Fuck it all. Um, but seriously, and even just like in personal relationships, I you have to just tune out. Like I have to tune out. Yeah. Like no, I can't answer your phone call. No, I can't answer your text, your email, your smoke signal. No, I need to just be right. away. No more is cool coming this way. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I just can't. You know, I just refuse, if you will. There and you I had to get over the feeling, like you know, oh, I'm being selfish in a way. Mm. But then I yeah. thought about it. Yeah, I am being selfish with my energy and with my space because I don't need that shit. You know, when you're trying to elevate, sometimes elevation leads to isolation. Sometimes elevation, yeah, is isolation. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you so, have to. You cannot take everybody to the top with you. You just can't. You know, and, and even if the top means you know, um, elevating to your higher self. That doesn't always mean, uh, you know, getting the big money and the yeah. big promotions. Just simply trying to be the best version of yourself, as Oprah would say, that is getting to the top of your reality, and you can't take everybody with you. You just can't. I agree. So that's something I've been working on and, and battling with as well. Mm-hmm. Uh because, yeah, again, it's just, you have to just know when to fall back and just be, and just be. If there's anything that I learned at the midway point of 2017, um, is that self-care is not selfish. And um, as I mentioned before, being a mom, not just a mom, but a mom of three, uh, it's important to recharge, rejuvenate, re-energize. And, you know, the kids can be, you know, you can be having a great day, but you're giving your energy to somebody. You're giving all of your energy to people. You have to take time to, you know, rejuvenate for yourself. So to take time out to do whatever it is that you like to do for your self-care, meditate, write, read, go for a jog, go for a walk, sit in the tub, do your hair, whatever the hell it is, do it. Because you are human and you are a person and you deserve to reconnect with yourself. So my point um, is just that when you said um, you used to feel like it was selfish to take that time for yourself, no, not at all. And we, we've talked about this on most episodes. You cannot sit and feed on the energy of the news, of the media, because that shit will drain you so fast, you won't even realize what happened. Like, it will drain you, and you you can't do it. Yeah. Somebody like me, um, you know, I am a believer in the actual magical thing. The actual energy. Like, obviously, there's a whole, like, positive vibes here, and, like, positive energy here. Yes, it's the truth. If you are just even if you only, you know, believe that the energy is transferable, believe it is a real thing. Like, it is true. So, 
again, somebody who believes in all of the actual magical things, not just like your energy being, you know, described as magic, use it as magic. Because if you are drained, think of being, imagine, you know, how you feel when you are like over the top stressed, when you haven't eaten well, when you haven't um, slept well, your immune system breaks down, you know, that's your energy. So that's your magic. You're depleted of your magic. You're depleted of your energy. You can't do that. You have to take care of yourself. So that is why it's not selfish because even if you had a maid or you had someone actually looking out for you, taking care of you, no one's going to take care of you like you take care of you. So you have to participate in self-care. It's super important. Um, protecting, you know, everything about your energy is super important. And I put up a post recently um, that said, uh, Good, good vibes or good vibes. And somewhere along the lines in the caption, I said, like, if it just no longer feels good to you anymore, you have to let that shit go. You have to. And I don't care if that's family members, lifelong friends, jobs, you know, cars, whatever it is, you need to let it go. You have to refresh and renew because if you don't, it is going to continue to be a weight on you. It's going to continue to be, you know, one of those things that continues to drain you. And if you are working on your life and trying to protect your magic, protect your energy, rebuild your energy, you're constantly going to be draining it with whatever this part is that, you know, that you have um, pulling away from your battery. You can't do that. You have to find a balance somewhere. Um and, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got on that. Um, balance. Balance is what it's all about. Well, balance is always something. I think that's, like, one of my goals. You know what I mean? To find that balance of protecting myself and being able to give to others at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. not giving too much of myself. But giving enough, you know, so I can, of course, be genuine and, you know, 100 with people. Um, But definitely. And see, that's the unfortunate part for me is that I have a tendency to give, give, give. And then feel like, now, it, it, it may appear to me just because I gave so much that I didn't get anything in return. And granted, I might have gotten in return, just not as much as I'd like to give back. Yeah, And I've been noticing, again, that's one of those things that I've been working on in 2017, just to, like, it may be very possible that I'm giving all that I've got and not getting anything in return. So, don't give as much. Or give, but give until you, until you see fit. Don't over-give just because you want to satisfy the masses. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it because you'll never be satisfied. You'll never be satisfied with what you get in return. Not that you should be looking for anything in return, but if you are looking for, you know, some sort of return on investment uh, of energy, then you have to be aware that you won't always receive what you've given. You have to be aware because even from family, you know, when someone gets a new job, when someone gets a promotion, when they graduate, when they, you know, get an A, whatever, 
you may be the one who's like, oh, congratulations. You know, you're giving them your energy, all the positivity that you have genuinely. But when that happens to you and they don't give it back in return, you feel like, God, you know, I gave something and didn't get it back. So you have to be aware that it's very possible that what you give out, you may not always get that. And you have to just be okay with that. Yeah. I think my thing is I don't want to, I think I want to be able to discern um, what to and what not to give my energy to, you know, and to do so in a way that, I don't know, it's one of those things to where I have to trust, trust, I guess as cliche as it sounds now, like trust the vibes. You know what I mean? Like you said, if it don't feel right, then I'm good. Like, let me tell you that when I say to you, Monte, nothing could be more true. Yes. It sounds cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. It is true. And that's the, and it goes for the, the Maya Angelou quote that I will use until the day I die. If somebody, when they show you who they really are, Trust and believe them the first time. Mm-hmm. That has never steered me wrong. And it sounds cliche, but it is so true. It is so true. If you are in a situation and the vibe feels off, it probably is. And it may not be all, It may not be evident right then and there why it's off. Oh, but it will reveal itself. You know what I'm saying? That is always true. But you have to be following those signs. You have to be intuitive enough, like you said, to be able to discern what is, um, you know, what it is. See it for what it is, not for what you want it to be. Case in point. Example, you and I, yesterday, as we were trying to get our stuff together, you know, it was just off. Yeah. You know? Obviously, there were other things. You know what I mean? Other things that were contributing to it. but. It was just, it just wasn't right. And here right. we are today, and things are aligned. As they should be. Exactly, as they should be. So, if I think this is a conversation that we are definitely going to have to revisit because there's so much air and yes, so much I to agree. unpack. Unpack, I should, I should say. Um, but definitely, if there's nothing else you take out of us this dialogue that we are having is to trust yourself the first time trust your instincts they will never fail you they won't lead you wrong and don't be afraid to protect your energy protect your magic and do you and you know that's all i got no i couldn't have said it better you're absolutely right but like i said um I see it on two sides of the coin because, again, I am a believer in the actual magical thing. So to me, when people are like, you know, protect your magic, I believe that as exactly what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? You're using it metaphorically for your energy, but it's so true. Like, you would, if you were a witch, you wouldn't dare be out here just letting people borrow your wand. No, you would be protecting it with all your might, right? You know what I'm saying? So why would you treat your energy with that same regard hold it as sacred and as dear as your wand if you were um a say a witch you know what i'm saying like obviously um not everybody will <laughs> agree with that reference but if that is the point that i'm making is that if you have something 
Um, if you hold your energy and your time sacred, don't let anybody else use it up. And, and if you are willing to let, you know, give it away to your family, to your friends, to your jobs, to your whatever it is, then you have to be willing and, and dedicated to yourself to replenish it because you're going to need it. So that's all I have for that. Well, we'll be right back. With your permission. Welcome back to the Outspoken Siblings Podcast with Monte and Tony. We've come to the meat and potatoes. Yes, I guess so. Sort of a second climax, because... Yeah, we started to go We started to go there. Yeah. Before the break. Okay. But we're going to talk about a topic that is uh, never-ending, it seems. It's a, it's a revolving door. Yes, it just keep you know one door opens, another one closes, or mm-hmm. what, vice versa, whatever or you get. Some, it. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> revolving damn door. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about cultural appropriation, specifically as it relates relates to music. Mm-hmm. Now we mentioned earlier about June being Black Music Month, and as my sibling so eloquently uh, put it that music is a universal language which is true it has the ability to connect you know someone in Japan with someone in Texas a simple beat some words you know and boom you have common ground exactly so we want to talk just a little bit about a certain pop star who seems to just get more disappointing by the day. The pop star, the pop star, <laughs> the pop yeah, star. That's exactly what the hell Exactly. Like. The, the damn, damn pop tart. <laughs> the con where is no frosting on it. Oh, the worst con. The lamest con. The plain con. Get your vanilla ass down somewhere, girl. Exactly. Plain ass, vanilla ass, pop tart. Get your ass on a clearance rack. Exactly. It should be free. (laughs) Right? Uh, The pop star in particular is none other than Katy Perry. Mm. Now, Madam Perry has been known to make a hit or two in her day. I mean, I kissed a girl. And by a hit or two, we do mean like five or six. Or more. Or plenty. Like, don't get me wrong. She has plenty of bop that you and I and everybody else has been here for. You know, I was going to name a few, such as I kissed a girl and I liked it. Mm -hmm. That was my jam. Hot and Cold was a bop. That was a jam. Then, of course, we have the iconic California Girls and Fireworks and Teenage Dream. Um, that's five e- right there. E.T. They the remix like with Kanye West. Yeah. Dark Horse. And even, I'll even give you one better, because for the most part, Prism was a, you know, as an album was, oh, left a lot to be desired, but Birthday was a great song. That, that was good. That was probably the only one that I even cared for. Like, I felt like that song could have been another number one. Yeah. Uh, Wide Awake. Phenomenal record. Even though I prefer the Glee version better. Oh, when they slowed it down in those harmonies, like, Hello. Well, anything Glee, yeah, come on now. Everything they do. Yeah, even though some of their stuff can sound like Kids Bob, Glee was lit. 
Yeah. At any rate, Catherine um, has a new album coming out, uh, I believe, next week. Uh, it'll be, or, I don't know, fourth album, fifth album, it doesn't really matter. But now we are um, three singles in, and they've all been duds. Chain to the Rhythm, dud. Dud. Bon Appetit, featuring Migos, a dud. Swish Swish, featuring Nicki Minaj, a damn dud. (laughs) And the thing with Katie is that, you know, it's nothing wrong with her being a pop star, a white pop star, making songs with black artists, particularly rappers. There's no crime in that at all. You know. Please. One of Britney Spears' biggest songs is the, or one of my personal favorite songs from her, is the remix to Boys with Pharrell. The co-ed remix. Oh, how about that? Yes, the classic. Uh, and again, the aforementioned California Girls, Dark Horse, right. and E.T. Classic in Katie's catalog. Like, they're undeniable. But what Katie is suffering from is what I call the Hillary Clinton syndrome. Now, Madam Clinton got my vote in November because, duh, she was the obvious choice uh, because I love myself. But, you know, it was more like, girl, I guess. That's exactly what it was. So, Katie, who was... If I have to. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even want to have to qualify this. As saying that the reason why she's on a downward spiral is because she was such a stern Hillary supporter. Because that would be, you know, kind of hypocritical of me. Because I did give Hillary my support. And shit, once my queen was campaigning for ass, I said, oh, bitch, I know where my vote's going. Not that she had any, there was no chance that the orange bitch was getting my vote anyway. But that's neither here nor there. Never getting it. Either way, Katy Perry is out here giving us just awful. Oh. Just horrible. Like she's give us whatever the hell she wants to. Like she's not gonna put, put any creativity into this. But shit at it's all. just late and just hot. These I have never been so angered by a pop star in my life. This I music feel, is shit. I feel disrespected. By That's the what I'm saying. Putting out like the fact that you actually had the audacity to make me listen to this nonsense. No. I, but see, what got me at first was, when I heard Chain to the Rhythm, I'm like, I can't fuck with this. This is just, it's garbage. I'm good. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. And then, when I'm like, oh, she's doing a song with Migos. I'm thinking, okay, Migos. Right. They're, they're hot, hot right, right now. now. They're right. on a streak. Their That's album was good. great. You know? They're homophobic as fuck. Which is problematic. Right, but, and it's almost a shame that I'm saying, but, they've been on a run. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so this could be good, you know? Then when I heard the song, I listened to it, and I was like, this is some bullshit. And again, like I said before, I am not going to let her ever live down that performance that she did on... Um, SNL. SNL. Oh. Like, how dare you? She got her... Vanilla doesn't even begin to describe the diluted-ass white nonsense that she got up on that stage and did. I was like, what is happening right now? And why aren't they kicking her ass off the stage? But see, should have been embarrassed that they were even seen with the likes of that nonsense that she performed on the stage. 
but see, to quote Kiki Palmer and Queens Everywhere, the gag is, is that I figured this song is awful, but she's going to perform it live. Maybe live, it's better. Oh, was I wrong. That shit was atrocious. And yes, her biggest sin against humanity was her awkward, just... I have black friends dancing. Her, I have black friends dancing, posing. If I see her do a b-boy dance one more time, I'm going to pop her in the face. Migo said, the gag is, I'm getting paid for this shit anyway. Well, so yeah. It don't matter to me. But it's definitely I'm, a blemish on their otherwise... Oh, absolutely. You know, their string of making, you know, bops, if you will. Um, yeah. Now, that was bad, but I don't think anything prepared me for the atrocity. Known as Swish Swish, featuring one Nicki Minaj. Oh. Swish Swish, bitch. That shit is some middle school ass nursery rhyme playground you can Play, you can't have tea time with me as this record. Some mash bullshit. Just a, a mess. And this is, like, okay, this is supposed to be her response to Taylor Swift because her and Taylor are having some type of white nonsense drama over somebody that neither one of the asses are with anymore. Exactly. And it's just Who bad. Like high all the time. You know, it's just... But I wasn't here for Bad Blood, but what she did with the Bad Blood video was dope. Now, Swish Swish doesn't even compete with Bad Blood. At all. But see, Taylor, see, what she tried to do is she took it steps further and she put uh, Kendrick on the remix so it can go number one. Which it was like, okay, I still didn't see the the Bad Blood video because I don't see Taylor Swift. Well, no, it wasn't Okay, so let me. Miss, I think it was at an award show. Oh yeah, I remember she had like a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of all these cameos. And it was, and it was cute. like, it okay. was super cute. I love the idea, but and I'm not a fan of Bad Blood. But if I had to choose between Swish Swish and Bad Blood, Bad Blood One Girl, I don't know what this. If is. I had to choose between Bad Blood and Swish was. Swish, kill me. <laughs> But I I don't know. I'm just and you know and it's we've talked about this at length. I think off air, obviously. Um, it's that it's it's like stop disrespecting. Like I feel like you're insulting me, Katie, because That's exactly what it is. You it's have these gold fronts and. You know, you seem like you just want to, I don't know, fucking eat watermelon and eat fried chicken. I don't fucking know. It's just... uh, That's all I can say. And this album that's coming out in a week, couple days, whatever, I don't think it's going to do well. These singles aren't picking up steam. Like, nobody's interested. Everybody thinks this shit... Like, people are seeing through your bullshit. It's not like with Miley back in 2013 when she was twerking and fucking midgets and shit and riding dildos at her concert, and people bought into the shit, and, you know, actually paid to hear her and buy her singles and stuff. This is just awful. Like, you taking... This is like Meek Mill level L. Or better yet, a Nicki Minaj level L. 
and you still put her dumbass in the song. Well, see, Meek is a standard, so... Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. That's just fact. There's no debating that. Well, you know... Good luck to you, girl, because I don't know how you're going to come back from this. But see, this is not the first time she's been accused of cultural appropriation. That This is how we do video. She had, like, baby hair and was using black women as props and was on this whole, like, geisha shit. You know how people get in the, you know, they get in these Asian moments, yeah. if you will, and they think, you know, they're, you know, they're straight from fucking Tokyo or Taiwan or some shit. Is Taiwan, yeah, Taiwan is in Asia. Oh, my God. Look, talk to your geography teacher. <laughs> I mean, when Stefani did it, she did, and she got slack, and rightfully so. Yeah, she did it, and then she tried to start a whole Harajuku line of clothing. That yeah, no one bought. and then nobody in America gave a shit about it. I wanted yeah. to do well overseas. Who knows? But it goes again to whites taking other cultures and using them as props or as jokes to where people are saying, no, you're not going to keep bastardizing my culture for your entertainment. And I feel like that is, that's just that. Um, So you can take it or leave it. Just like when you still have to tell people on Halloween not to dress up in no. Native American headdresses and people still don't get it. Well, just the holiday, you're taking it too serious. No. Bitch, if I'm no, telling I'm you to disrespectful, if I'm telling you disrespectful, disrespectful. So you ain't got to like it, but it is what it is. So if I pop and that you... Even, right. That even goes back to dear white people when they had the blackface party. Exactly. Um, did you really think that that was going to be okay? Which I feel did like you if really? you're doing blackface and it's not fucking 1913, even yeah. then it was fucked up. But if you're doing blackface... But now you deserve me to punch you in your face. Exactly. Like, period. Exactly. True story, and this is a little off the topic, but this is, I'm going to round it back up. Your dad told me that somebody at his job, there was a white guy and a black guy arguing. Oh, yeah, you told me about this fight. black guy's face. Yeah. And called him the N-word. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the black guy is the one who got arrested. Yeah. And I said, me personally, I feel like I would have been like, this was a hate crime. Why am I getting in trouble? And I would have sued the shit out of everybody involved. And I feel the same way if I am on Halloween and I walk down the street and you have on blackface. That's a hate. This is this is clearly you being hateful as shit. So we got to fight. You provoked it. Well, unfortunately, there's no crime. There's no law against doing wearing blackface but yeah. in this particular case where the guy spit in the oh yo definitely and and that is a hate crime you well to me I don't give a shit if you are black and you spit in my goddamn face and no, call me exactly. inward you catching exactly. these hands and you better hope somebody Period. can pull me off you Point blank and TV. that's the black ass bottom but line but apparently he whooped the guy's ass he got like 30 something stitches well you can't say he didn't deserve it oh I didn't say he didn't deserve it, it to me it sounds justified yeah, no really seriously <clears throat> well, anyway, um, yeah, the world we live in, but we have other, uh, listen, Katie is not the only person. Oh, no, she was tipped the iceberg. So then that leads us to Miley Ray Cyrus, Billy's daughter. Billy's 
on it. Now, Miley, who, you know, the culprit of this whole corporate, uh, cultural appropriation, back in 2013, when she, I don't know, was watching Louisiana bounce videos on YouTube, was like, oh, let me twerk. And that's exactly right. She was like, let me learn how to do this. Yeah. And then it was like, America was like, oh my god, Miley Cyrus, kitty twerking. And it's like, bitch, Miley Cyrus, twerking been out before Miley Cyrus. Back when Billy Ray has achy, breaky heart, motherfuckers Hell was twerking. Up. And was even twerking. before that. Exactly. In 93, when Miley was barely here, people were already twerking. We just, like, I just... because just y'all late as usual. I just saw today, I just saw today, this damn, um, thing that I want to say Cosmo reposted thing. The latest and summer hairstyles. With the straightbacks. No, the, the newest trend in summer hairstyles. And it was like half braided. Braided to like the midway point. Some cornrows on a white girl. And I said, since when the hell is this a new trend? Because I've been seeing black girls wearing their hair like that all my damn life. And I've been wearing my hair like that all my life. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it for decades prior. And now it's a new trend. You don't kiss my ass. So you're just going to take whatever you possibly can and, and, and don't even put a little tw- a spin on it. Don't put a twist on it at all. Just claim it as your own. Well, that's like a couple years ago when there was, I forgot, some, I don't know if it was Vogue or, I don't know, one of these publications that were talking about how Tim's are in for the winter or some shit and it was like... What was it? Tim's. Timberland Tim's? Boots. Yes. If you don't... Stop. Probably was not trend. But Miley has rediscovered her red state roots, and now after twerking and riding dildos and danglings and vibrators and being vibrated, um, and, you know, wearing goat teeth and partying with all her black friends and, you know, smoking her Probably weed and, in the yeah, doing Molly and coke nonetheless, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, now she's, I don't know, rediscovered Christ, and now she's... Only listening to conscious rap. Yeah, and she doesn't like hip-hop anymore. She don't like conscious rap because apparently rap is all they're talking about. Sit on my cock and suck my cock and lick my cock and all this type of stuff. Which, girl, we know you white by uh, the words you choose. The usage of cock. Yes. The fact that you use that word. I mean, sorry. It just is what it is. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, she has, I don't know, like I said, maybe she's starting a Bible study now and she's cleaned up. She's bathed, and she's wearing Victoria's Secret body spray, and now she's singing, you know, songs about nature, and going to fucking Malibu, and... Well, that's what it sounds like to me. That song, Malibu, sounds like she's just rolling around in a field of daisies, and I don't know, it sounds like a country song. It sounds like my, uh, Billy Ray wrote it, and she just laid, laid some tunes on it. I don't, I don't, I don't, whatever. She and can you, keep that shit. And you see, the thing is that her excuse is like, oh, well, I'm maturing and yada, 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 which is, you know, all fine and good. That's great. You're growing up and you're maturing. However, what you won't do is use, mm-hmm. you know, use blacks in order to get ahead and make people pay some attention to you and then try to shit on the cult, the very culture exactly. that got you, that you, you know, can. That gave you that look. To get there, and now all of a sudden, it's, it's nothing to you. It's worthless yeah. to you now. But this is a trend. Like, it happens all the time. Say, that sounds about right. It sounds like totally on trend, on brand for this whole 
bullshit that, you know, like, you can't kick this game to me and tell me that it's not being done. Like, this is what's continuing to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Justin Bieber and DJ fucking Khaled. Why? Well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Khaled is the Kurt Franklin of hip-hop, so he'll collaborate yes, with he anybody. Yes, um, but I think the biggest issue with Bieber right now is that song, that other song he has out with, with it, Daddy Yankee or somebody. I don't fucking know. But it's like the number one song in the country. It's like the first all-Spanish song to go number one on the Hot 100 since yeah. Macarena. He was somewhere doing a, I don't even call it, he was at a club somewhere, a video surfaced of him, like he didn't know the words in Spanish, and he's like, you know, my burrito, my taco, like, in place of the words. That's what he said? Yes, I have to find the video and let you see it. Oh my He's God. like... For real, and people are like, well, no, he's just say, that's my jam. He's so. just joking around, yada yada, and it's like, um, no, bitch, this, no, no, no. <sighs> you know why? No, no, because that could have easily been my fried chicken, my watermelon, my whatever, whatever. You know, or what not I mean? even that. Like, stop disrespecting why, people's cultures. Right. And if right, that's what I'm saying. For your like, entertainment. Why are you? Why? <sighs> My smallpox and syphilis. How about that? I just don't understand. Like. But welcome to Trump's America in 2016. Or what year is this? 2017. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it could be fucking 1816 for all we know. Um, Seriously. <laughs> nothing. I mean, nothing's changed. At all. Uh, so. Well, you, one of the biggest culprits of this has been Justin Timberlake. Your fave. Oh, which makes, yeah, that makes me so sad. And you remember, what was it, last year, I think? After he yeah. tweeted about, after Jesse Williams' uh, moving, um, yeah. his moving speech at the BET Awards, and Justin, I guess he figured that was his turn to speak. Um, and, of course, he got dragged on Twitter. Of course. Um, and rightfully so. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I think. I don't know. I'm kind of torn because it's. For example, someone who's always controversial, and someone who has committed. So many just like girls, just shut up. It's Madonna. Um. Uh, and just musically, when she dabbled into her her R and B bag, when she had Babyface produce Bedtime Stories, which is one of her best albums. Um. Uh, Obviously, anybody who knows Madonna knew that she wasn't going to stay in that lane, you know? Right. And then the next album, she switched to something different, you know? However, I don't think even back then, I don't know, you have to ask, you know, people who are a lot older than me, if they felt that it was just appropriating black music, or was it somebody who just had an affinity for, for it, and who made you know, music that was very R&B leaning, you know? Or even when she did Hard Candy. You know? Oh, yeah. Or even Nelly Furtado when she did Loose and Promiscuous. You know, she was working with Timbaland. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. I think it's a thin line between appreciating and appropriating. It is a thin line. Very thin line. That's absolutely true. Uh, I think that... Because I actually wouldn't say that um, promiscuous or loose were 
appropriating. No. I didn't think so. I didn't either. But um, I think because I think my issue with Miley was that she dove into this culture mm-hmm. and never wants to hear her mouth say like, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't create twerking." Right. You know, you're just gonna take credit. For that's what I'm saying. Like, you didn't stop people and say, "Oh, well, you're creating this craze with twerking." She didn't say, "Oh no, I didn't." Right. You know, it's been around for years. It was like, "Oh, right. you know, like." I just borrowed it. Look, I just did it one day, and somebody told me what it was. That's what I'm saying. No, like, no, it was never that. And then, um, even with uh, Katy Perry, like these, I wouldn't even say they're like urban leaning songs. It's just you just look the fucking fool. And you look like the white girl at the party with no rhythm. No, she really did. She's she really did. Like Sarah from Save the Last Dance. Seriously. She looked bad. Before she but started Sarah, taking dance lessons with Yeah, I was about to say name. Sarah actually had rhythm though. Like she proved to be like not just the white girl at the party. Yeah, but when she know? it wasn't until she took those dancing lessons with I forgot um Sean Patrick yeah. Thomas's character's name. I don't remember either, but whatever. With the black guy. Yeah. So, I want to pose a question. Like, where do you stand on appropriation? Not only just you, Tony, but also our listeners. Like, is there a thin line between appropriation and appreciation? And if so, what is that line? And give an example. Yes. So we can understand. Because, like I said, I didn't think that Nelly Furtado appropriated at all. You know, she, not at all, but see, your actions speak louder than your words because it, it, it's not just the song. Like you said, Katy Perry got her ass up there and tried to gesture as if she were a part of the black culture. She tried to, you know, put on all the bells and whistles about being black. She literally did all but put on blackface. Like, why are you trying so hard? Just do what you do. You got these features for a reason. Let them be black and you be white and you bring what you have to the table and they'll bring what they have to the table and then y'all can collaborate. And if it don't work, then it just don't work. Essentially. She's trying to do some extra funky fly shit. And you don't have to do all that. You just be your same lame-ass Katy Perry and make hits the way you do. I don't know why you're... I, I just don't get it. I don't understand why she felt like she had to do so much more. Like, you know don't deviate from the formula. If you're wanting to yeah, sample and you're going to dip and dabble and try something new musically, that's all fine. But at the crux of who you are, then still be who you are. Be who your you bright are. colors exactly. and be... Katy Perry, like, that's uh-huh. good enough. You don't have to try to be somebody else, because, exactly. bitch, we see right through it, and it's whack. And quiet is kept, well, not even quiet is kept. Just a side note, this whole war with um, Taylor Swift, you're losing it. Badly. Because you look like the fool. And that's all I have to say about it. No, and that's so true. So, she email like us. She's losing. No one cares. Ugh. Absolutely. So email us your thoughts at outspokensibs at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear from you. And we will be reading your responses on next week's episode. So definitely email us, email us, email us. Yeah. But I have one more thing to say about um, June being Black Music Month. Sure. Because the irony of it being June, right? 
mm-hmm. is that Juneteenth, which is something that, as black people, we don't even celebrate. We'll celebrate the 4th of July, have our cookouts, and give a damn, when really, and it took a whole nother 100 years, damn near, before we could celebrate shit, and most of us still couldn't celebrate shit because we didn't even know we were free. <laughs> That's so, true. um, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even identify, we don't even honor, you know, as a culture, um, the fact that Juneteenth is important in our culture. Like, we, we always are talking about how we don't have any culture when we could be centered around something like that. Like, we could easily be having our Jubilee on um, June um, 19th, yet it just passes like another day. Mm-hmm. You never even notice it. Well, we'll definitely be celebrating Juneteenth this year. Oh, absolutely. So, Sib, we really have reached the end of the road. Yeah, we have. This was fun as always. Agreed. It's always fun. Of course. So, of course, we just want to remind you guys, again, that going forward, you can now catch the Outspoken Siblings every other Wednesday. 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 Every other Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. We want you guys to make sure you rate and subscribe so that way you'll never miss an episode. And we also want to make sure that you remember to check out our Instagram all month long for our melanin and music. So excited about so excited about this because we are going to be highlighting some people obviously that you, we all know and love, and then some that you may have forgotten about. You know, some legacies, some innovators, some icons. Be there for it. Absolutely. So we definitely hope you have a great week. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out. <laughs>